Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the two biggest issues facing the House Republican Conference today. What to do about the Infrastructure 13 and Arizona Representative Paul Gozar. Number two, a first look at Republican polling on the Build Back Better Act. And number three, the Quality Pack is revving up its fundraising operations. All right, let's get to it. It is a very busy week here in Washington. And as much as we are going to be focusing on the Build Back Better Act later this week, it is going to be the topic du jour. Right now, there are two other big issues facing the House Republican Conference today. And that really is, in the first sense, what will happen to the GOP 13? For those who have not been following this closely, there were 13 House Republicans who voted for the $1 trillion plus bipartisan infrastructure bill. That has caused major fallout uh, within the House Republican conference. The conference is scheduled to meet for the first time since the House voted two weeks ago to approve that bipartisan infrastructure bill, giving President Joe Biden and Democrats a big, big political win that they really needed. 13 Republicans, as I said, voted for this measure, Two even went to the White House yesterday to witness Biden signing the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act into law. Those two representatives Don Young, the Republican from Alaska, and Representative Tom Reed from New York. Reed is retiring. And Don Young, well, if you don't know him, he's Don Young, and he doesn't care what anyone thinks. But GOP hardliners such as Representatives Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lorraine Boebert, Madison Cawthorn, and Matt Gates, among others, have called for retaliation against those 13 Republicans, including stripping their committee assignments or ranking member posts. Green even posted their office phone numbers online, leading to a wave of vicious or threatening phone calls. And former President Donald Trump has weighed in, branding some, but not all, of the group as rhinos who should be ashamed of themselves. All right, so here is what we have new reporting on. We expect House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and the GOP leadership to say this today. Now isn't the time for this fight. The Build Back Better Act is going to come to the floor sometime later this week, and House Republicans must be united, he's going to say, against this bill. Infighting is not what needs to be happening right now. And we expect McCarthy will, or his allies will say something along the lines of he's going to remember who voted for the infrastructure bill and take action at the appropriate time and place. But the middle of a big legislative fight isn't the right moment. Senior Republicans are also cautioning privately that the House Freedom Caucus and other hardliners might not want to establish this precedent either. If House Republicans be punished for voting against the leadership on big issues, then what happens when an HFC member votes, say, against McCarthy's position in the future? What about a speaker's vote in um, January 2023? That could put them in a very sticky position. So that is the big issue facing them. We don't expect anybody to really be removed from these committees, but we are going to be outside the the office today as they meet uh, in the Capitol, and we'll let you know if that changes. The other big issue and drama facing Republicans right now uh, continues to be what to do with Paul Gosar. This is a dicier issue, and it really depends on how far Democratic leaders want to push it. To recap, 
Gosar tweeted out an edited video made by his congressional staff that showed him as an anime character killing Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the Democrat from New York, and preparing to strike Biden. After a huge public outcry and millions of views, Gosar pulled the video down. This is also followed by a call from McCarthy. Gosar later issued a statement saying that the video was, quote unquote, a symbolic portrayal of the fight over immigration policy since AOC, whom he incorrectly called Congresswoman Cortez, is, quote unquote, a proud member of the Open Border Caucus. Gozart has a history of extremist views, and he's attended rallies with white nationalists. He's also defended the January 6th insurrection, calling the rioters peaceful patriots and suggesting the entire event was due to Antifa provocation. The GOP leadership has so far taken no action against Gosar, and he has seats on the Natural Resources and Oversight and Reform Committees. Enter House Democrats. More than 60 House Democrats have backed a resolution by Representative Jackie Speer, the Democrat from California, to censure Gosar. And our friends at CNN reported first that there's discussion inside Democratic circles of stripping Gosar of those committee assignments, as Democrats did with Marjorie Taylor Greene. No decision has been made yet by the leadership on what the Democratic response will be. This is something that we are going to be watching closely and we caught up with Ocasio-Cortez about Gosar on Monday night, and this is what she had to say. I do think the House is looking into certainly a real consequence, AOC said. I believe this is going to be a discussion that's going to be happening over perhaps the next 48 hours or so to really kind of crystallize what direction that's going in. Ocasio-Cortez has publicly cam- complained that there has been no action against Gosar. This will be something to watch, particularly as we see more and more members going after each other in ways that five or 10 years ago certainly would have been unthinkable. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, a polling slump. Is Build Back Better already a loser with voters? That is the question that Republicans are trying to push. Republicans have new polling from the National Republican Congressional Committee that says that they that the Build Back Better Act is a loser with voters. Of course, before everybody gets all up in arms and the Democrats barrage us with angry responses, we remember Obamacare. Of course, it wasn't popular at first and now is widely popular. And many of the elements of the Build Back Better Act are really popular as well. There's an overwhelming amount of polling to show that. However, it's also true that Democrats have spent months battling over the top line numbers for BBB and other provisions in the legislation with moderates and progressives repeatedly clashing. Lost in this dispute is how the bill will actually help Americans who face rising inflation, higher gas and heating costs, and of course, the continued supply chain problems. So, The GOP memo highlights some interesting bullet points. They surveyed 1,000 likely voters in 85 battleground districts. And here is what the NRCC is going to be putting out later this morning. When asked, would you say you support or oppose President Biden's new spending package, also known as Build Back Better? A plurality, 46%, say they are opposed, and only 39% support it. Undecided voters on the generic ballot oppose BBB by a 14-point margin, 39% opposed to 25% support. 
After hearing a series of informative messages related to policies within BBB, opposition reaches 57% with only 37% supporting. Now, some of the memo includes very sharply partisan questions that aren't particularly useful, but the data does show Republicans ahead on economic questions, and that jives with other recent polls, and it should set off alarm bells among Democrats. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning, the tally. We've got some interesting news here on Equality Pack and how it's revving up its fundraising efforts. The group, which is the political arm of the Congressional LGBTQ Equality Caucus, held its annual donor retreat in Palm Springs over the weekend. Two dozen members, including Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Equality Pack co-chairs David Cicilline and Mark Takano, DCCC Chair Sean Patrick Maloney and Representatives Ruben Gallego and Maxine Waters were among those who joined the festivities. All attendees, donors came from Florida, San Francisco, Texas, and beyond, had to show proof of vaccination and get tested 72 hours prior to arrival. The group and its members have raised $3.8 million this year, and they are on pace to beat their 2020 fundraising numbers. Tonight, Quality Pack is hosting its fall gala with more than 30 members confirmed, and the dinner is expected to raise $250,000, according to a source familiar with that event. Clearly a group that is on the rise and someone to watch when it comes to their fundraising prowess going ahead. All right, that is it for this morning. I just want to remind you, I'm interviewing Senator John Tester, the Democrat from Montana, this morning at 9.30 a.m. in a virtual conversation focused on the future of rural America. Afterward, former Senator Heidi Heitkamp, head of the One Country Project, is going to join for a fireside chat. I hope you can tune in to watch what is going to be an interesting conversation, particularly going into the 2022 midterm. Thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.